Recorded live. Alex Hennessy here, the director at the UAMCC. I'm calling to order the executive board of director meeting on March 16th, 2017 at 1.02 p.m. Eastern time. Um, I'll go through roll call really quick. Um, just say here if you're here. Alex Hennessy, here. Uh, Rick Atkins. Here. John Carmazan. Here. Aaron Ritchie. Aaron Ritchie. Absent. Christy White. Here. Tony Evans. Here. Patrick Clark. Patrick Clark. Absent. Jeremy Jennings. Here. Raymond Burke. Here. George Clark. Here. Okay. We need to approve. We need approval of the um, minutes from the last two meetings. Um, the meetings from January 19th and February 16th, both of 2017. This is Ray Burke. Uh, I make a motion that we approve those minutes. Rick Atkins, I'll second it. Okay, the minutes were approved on March 16, 2017 at 1.03 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, just go over the director's report really quick. Um, we had two successful events since the last time we met up, the Savannah and Tampa events. Um, the UAMCC staff went to the IWCA convention to support associate members. Um, we hired an administrative assistant, Tanner Lopez, to help with marketing. I um, failed to mention that in the previous meeting. Um, the second issue of Clean Matters Magazine is printing as we speak, the roof cleaning edition. Um, March already has a renewal rate over 80%, and we have signed up two new associates um, beginning March 1st till now, so two new associates already in March. Um, as for February, um, we've gotten 29 new contributing members. They've all been processed, given their badges, etc. As far as renewal rate for February, it was at 65.7%. Um, there was a total of 70 renewals, um, and 46 of them renewed. Um, our total contributing members is 717. Our associate is now up to 66 and our total members are 783. The finances, um, in our operating, we have over 15, we have $15,253.92. In our education fund, we have $4,924.69. In our payroll, we have $509.79. For a total in the bank, $20,688.40. Did we want to discuss any of the committees, the oversight committee, the membership committee? Do we want to add anybody? Um, social media, um, change to public awareness, and our certification committee. Uh, this is Rick Atkins. Uh, membership committee uh, put up a guidelines for uh, people that are acting up on uh, the Facebook group stuff. And I'm not sure where the minutes got to uh, from, I think that was last week we talked about it, about putting in a, uh, you know, uh, social media suspension for people acting up. And right now I don't remember what it was for sure. Uh, Alex, did you have those minutes? Um. I did not have the minutes. I had the recording on TalkShoe. Okay. All right. Um, how do we pull that off of there? Um, I can listen to it up, and um, after this meeting, I can get a 
kind of notes section of what went on and send it to all of the board of directors. Okay, I appreciate that. So, what is this about? Um, uh, people on Facebook, uh, the membership committee got together and they discussed putting a temporary suspension on people that act up on Facebook. And keep in mind, this is a social media suspension. This has nothing to do with their membership rights because it cannot. Um, Rick, maybe the best thing to do instead of having Alex, now this is my suggestion, is instead of having Alex have to go through and pull those notes off of the meeting notes, your committee head, Jake, your co-committee head, Josh, should write right. it up and present it through you to the board as their official guidelines, at which point it's the guidelines, and we either ratify it or we don't. Okay. All right. I'll get get on that then. Yeah, and that's good that you brought that up, Rick. Yeah. Uh, and I missed the oversight committee the other day. I was moving snow. Did you did you read their minutes because there was a, a a little glitch that I think they got taken care of? No, I didn't. Uh, my phone was dead and I didn't get. I just got it back today. Okay, so. you'll probably you you need to you need to read those and and at least acknowledge in the uh, in the group yeah. there that you've read them and, and you're up to speed on that. Yep. Okay. Um, as far as um, discussions go, um, I, if you want me to, I can read through the prior discussions that have been on the list. Um, as in the certified logo embellishment, Ryan Kettering is working on the new logo. Um, okay, let me let me address that real quick. Let's just go through these. Um, on the logo, um, We've uh, that's we've uh, given him the go ahead on that. We're just waiting for Ryan to finalize that. I think uh, John might remember this better than me. I think he was talking about next Wednesday or or something, or was it by today? Yeah, I just I just talked to him about 15 minutes ago. Um, he's going to send over the 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 un I'll call it the uncertified logo, just the plain logo. He's going to send that over. We should have it here, you know, within an hour or so. Um, and the certified logo with all the badges on it, um, those he said we should have by Monday. So he's at least going to send us over the one because I know there were some marketing pieces or something that you guys needed uh, the logo for. So I at least wanted to have something. Um, and I'm assuming that's the one that you guys needed and not all the certified with all the badges and stuff. So, uh as soon as we get that, Alex, I'll pass that off to you and whoever else, you know, George, and I'll post it up with the files so everybody can access it. Um, and then as soon as the certified come through, I'll do the same. But don't, Ryan said don't we should, post we the files. Um, do not release those files. I don't want anybody having those files because we need to release those. For now, we only need the people. That it's a need-to-know thing. Okay. It's a need-to-have yep. thing. Because we're yep. going to control these before they roll out. Next thing we know, we're going to, everybody's going to have a logo on their right. website. Right. Okay. They need to have one. So Okay. I just no, want I'll them see. getting out. So who should I send it to, Alex? Yeah, yeah just please. send it to Alex, and Alex okay. can yeah, yeah, do that. All right. I'll do that. But, yeah, so that's the story with the logos. We should have everything by Monday uh, is what okay. he told me. Cool, man. I appreciate that. Uh, on number two here, um, the associate membership rate increase. Um, who who brought that up? I brought it up months ago. So, it, it, in my opinion, it's probably a dead point that could be removed. Yeah, let's remove it. Um, and, and I mean, I, I wouldn't say. I mean, I wouldn't say it's not something we can't look at. I just think that we got so many other things going on right now. We just don't even need to. We just need to take that off for now, and we, we can look at that later And if, if we think that we need to increase it. Um, I just don't want to have something on there that's tabled that just keeps being tabled, you know. Okay, um, so I'm going to put um, no membership rate increase as of now. 
There you go. And then that way, after today, I can take it off. Yeah, um, yeah. And then if we, you know, we just got so much going on. If we could, some of us can come up with a, you know, a plan and how to execute that and everything else. Um, and that way we don't spend a whole lot of time here, you know, taking up a whole meeting, discussing it. Uh, we can discuss this further in the group um, if you guys want to, and 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 then if we need to, if we if we feel like we want to put that back on the agenda, I don't mind. It, it's not a. I mean, I I'm I'm happy if that's what you guys want to do. That's not a problem. Uh, I just haven't heard anything else about it in two or three meetings. Um, so go ahead and do that. And moving on to the current tax status. Um, we need to follow up, Alex. We need to follow up on that and find out uh, with our uh, our accountant. Uh, Ron may have been in contact with him. I uh, I haven't heard anything else about it. Uh, Alex, also, we need to go and check on the um, that website and do a search and see if we still um, if we're still showing up or if it's resolved on that website. You know what I'm talking about. Yep. Okay, so we need to go back in there and type in our um it's easier to put our um EIN number in there and just pull it up that way easier to get that. So let's do that so at least we have something that we can you know report next meeting um about this current status on that. And George? Yes. Uh Ron did mention something to me the other day, and uh, I thought he'd mention it to you, but evidently he didn't. Uh, in his last discussion with the CPA, the IRS is evidently dragging their feet. So he can he can look on that website, but it's still going to show up that we're non-conforming. Um, okay. So, and and the kicker is that in order to take care of all this, it's going to ride out for probably a few more months. While they while they drag their feet on it because it was their mistake, um, probably what will happen sooner is when we file our taxes for this this last year, 2016. They'll go on, and that would give us our three compliant years, which would make all that a moot point. So we'd be waiting on something that we get finished by filing our taxes before it happens. Yeah. Okay. And I and I yeah. And also we. Um... I'm pretty sure we asked our accountant to get a transcript. Yes, we yes we did. So I need to know the status of that if we ever received it. I've not heard anything back on that. So uh, those that's what we need to address and and uh, have you know more information for the next meeting because uh, I'd like to you know uh, I'll be, I just like to be up you know on the um, updated on that on the details. Where we are on all that, and then the mag. Okay, so moving on to number five, the magazine budget for uh, social media. What's the budget after an estimated profit and loss report? I would suggest that we table that one again because I still don't have all the information from Alex yet that I need as far as numbers. Okay. So there's okay. No way, there's no way for me to present you anything until I have those numbers from Alex. Well, let's table that. And um, and then um, clean okay. So number six, Clean Matters magazine to attend IWCA convention, which that that's in the past. You went? No, that's 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 the next one. This is this is talking about next year. We want to start discussing it sooner rather than later, because okay. we didn't go. We didn't go this year because it was a, a, a kind of a late thought, and. Uh, uh, I, I wasn't involved in the discussion. It was just brought up that it might happen, but somewhere along the lines, there just wasn't the budget for it. So if okay. we can fill the budget, you want to fill it, everybody in on that, on what you know, what you what we're going to do, or what the plan basically, is. Basically, what we're what we're trying to do is the the Clean Matters Mag. We're in front of our own associates right now with uh, the newsstand, uh, you know, program, and you know the members are becoming more aware of the magazine. But what we're trying to do is get in front of more uh, other associations, other end users, and bring more members to the org, more associates to the org, more customers to the to our contractors. And so the IWCA convention would be one where we might be get 
extra exposure um, because let's face it, these other industry magazines are giving us bupkis for exposure, uh, and that even includes you know ones that are our associates like AWC and and uh, you know Window Cleaning Mag over in the UK. We're, we're not getting you know we're not getting a lot of exposure from them at this point. So if we're at events where they're at, we're going to get more exposure. Uh, that so this is just one of the one of the places we'd like to take the mag to get that exposure to grow you know grow membership grow associate membership grow customer membership. Okay, cool. So we would just like have a booth set up there, right? Yeah, we're gonna get you know we're we're gonna get one of those nice cloth. Um, um, uh, you've seen at those trade shows they got the frame and they have the stretchy cloth that goes over them, and basically yeah. we use like the the premier issue. Uh, of the magazine is like the cover, like right on there, and then you know, you know where our link is to subscribe, and you know, just just a nice little backdrop that we could put out. We'll set out some some uh, racks with some some current magazines that we've had over the last you know several months, and then you know, you know, do we need to do we need to do something that the board needs to approve for this, or um, is this on the agenda just uh, just as as a discussion topic just so everybody's in the know and do we want to table this and Tony, talk about it more? I think if here is just a discussion, I don't think we need to take any action on it. And I, and I wonder, my, my first thought on this, I wonder is, is this something that Ron and I need to handle with the UAM, UAMCC in a box? Um, since, you know, I know it's, I know it fall, it's, it's a magazine related, but since it's going to trade show, um, you know, Ron and I are working on a on a trade show booth idea right now for our UAMCC uh -huh. in a box. Would it be easier for us to just handle that since that's going to be being stored at my place? Um, I, I don't know. Just just throwing that out there for, for thought. Yeah. No, I, I get where you're going with that, Ray. The, the issue is that we really, really what we want to have is we want the magazine to be seen as its own entity. Yeah, and its own revenue stream. So sometimes when you're, uh, I'll give you a good example. Back, you know, here in Savannah, there was a great uh, revenue stream being developed for the Wash for Warriors program. Paul and Corey and Rich did a great job with that. Uh, but because I was also there trying to promote the org, our revenue stream wasn't promoted, really. So you know that that conflicting thing at the same event created a, you know kind of a separation of where where people's funds were being directed. Well, I think, uh, so what Ray, I think what Ray is, I mean, one thing that I see that I kind of agree with Ray on, um, I see both both sides of that, not that there's two separate sides, but I, I think that there's going to be an overlap between those two programs as far as attending these events and for conserving uh, funds and things like that, I think it might not be a bad idea to figure out a way of how to share a booth, but still have two separate, you know, have one representative for the magazine and then have your materials over on one side of the booth and then having, um, so I think that's just something that would be up for discussion as to oh, the yeah. logistics and how to work that out. Well, and that's just that, if that's, a, if it's allowed at some of those associations, some of them will not let you share a booth. If they look at you as two separate entities, they will not let you share a booth. That's um, why we got to be careful how how we do things, you know, in order to be able to to save money. These some of these memberships and booths are not cheap. No, I, I don't. Here's, I don't here's think the other thing. Go in. Just, just I, you know, we know it's two separate ideas that we're pushing, but as far as what they're ever going to concern. It's only going to be one idea that we're pushing. They're only going to see us as the UAMCC. They're not going right. to see us as, oh, look, UAMCC in a box and UAMCC membership committee. We're not going to get into fracturing our organization down that to that kind of a micro level whenever we're going into the ICWA show. Yeah, no, I I get that. And 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 here's here's the other thing is that. Uh, where we want to generate the revenue to take the magazine to these shows is not from the org, from the magazine revenue. So so the magazine revenue that's coming in from the ads and the web banners and the things like that, that's where we want to, we want to take that budget 
out of that revenue. So it's not coming out of contributing membership and it's not coming out of the education fund. Mm -hmm. So you're so saying that, case, that you would, the Clean Matters magazine would have a separate budget and so would have a separate booth and a separate membership to that organization? Yeah. If, I mean, if we're going to, I mean, you know, realistically, because that's that's the ultimate goal. I don't know how fast we get to that okay. point, George. So you're so. saying eventually, eventually, someday, but not like in the near future. So like, no, right. the IWCA thing. You know, I I I don't know how fast we'll have the revenue to 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 do that. That's you know that's okay. and that's the closest you know that's yeah. So I would approach it as as you know we're gonna take advantage of the overlap, and that's Clean Matters Magazine is a part of the UAMCC. Um, you know, even though there's a different, it's, it's, it's a separate revenue stream, but it's still a division of the UAMCC owned and operated, you know, or I don't know how you want to get it, getting into the semantics now, but it's basically owned by the UAMCC. So for this time, until the Clean Matters magazine has its own budget to where it can do that, I think it's in the best interest financially to leave those overlap. Oh yeah, uh, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just telling you what the what the vision is down the road, so that so that you understand we're not we're not trying to piggyback on the org and, and just keep pulling money out of the coffers, but we're trying to put money back in, you know, so that you know we're 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 a, a financially viable entity within the org. Okay. So do we want to leave this on the on the agenda, or do we do we want to table this and leave it on there and put it as a um, Old business or leave it as what do you, what do we want to do, Alex? I, my suggestion is table it because it's not financially self-sustaining at this point. I mean, you know, we're we're talking a little ways down the road on there. I think this could certainly be tabled. Who's up planning this? Or I think I think that you should the UMCC in the box and uh, and the magazine should collaborate together on these especially these overlaps but i think you guys but you guys need to um organize this stuff yourselves and when you've got the way you you know when you've got the solution and how you want to do the things then we should discuss it more when you have more specifics does that make sense how much so how much so does the planning cost at iwca does anybody know off the top of their head no, no. It, I mean, they're they're. I mean, I know their their giant center booth space used to be like ten grand, but for the smaller booths, uh, I think it's. Uh, I want to say a thousand and up, if I'm if I remember correctly. Do you guys okay. want Ron to come on real quick, just to interrupt for a sec? Do y'all? Does anybody need Ron to come on here and explain anything? Because if so, I'd like to give him a time to dial in. I don't think so. Do y'all just want to? Does anybody miss him? Do y'all just want to hear his voice? Could he help with some of these questions? Does he know the cost of the IWCA? Well, I can find that out from him and put it on the next. Uh, put it on the next agenda. Okay. So table it. I would. But that's just yeah. Table table it. It. That's cool. Okay, so we're going to table that. Uh, the number seven, a policy for requesting certification, only allowed to request for one certification at a time. Is this just because we want to slow it down to where you're not, where somebody isn't just coming in and wanting to do ten certifications and it's stressing out the staff, uh, the process? It's, it's yeah, it's ridiculous for them to request five certifications when they haven't proven they can do one. So okay. you know they have to they have to make you know they have to prove to us not just that they're qualified to do it but they can actually go through the process of taking and passing a certification. Now I would say once they pass a certification, then if they wanted to test for two more, that's fine. But you know this shotgun thing, I want to qualify for everything you got. That's it's a waste of resources in my opinion. Well, I agree with that. Um, oh crap! Pat's asking when is the meeting now. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, I had thought about that in the past. Matter of fact, one time when I was going to sign up for some certifications, I was wondering about that as a participant in the program. 
I was wondering how that would affect or how that would be handled, you know, logistically. So I think that it's, I just think to do one at a time would be fine. Um, and then they just got to go through the process. Does anybody agree or disagree or what? Um, all right, question. Who, who where, where did the, where did the idea of this come from? I mean, who, who, who put this on, who put, who is it being a pain for? I mean, why is it on the agenda? Who is it being a pain for? Uh, I, I, I put it on the agenda because I, uh, I had talked to, uh, a couple committee heads and, uh, Ron had talked to about it as well that you know on the forum you see like the same guy post five posts or three posts requesting certification in three separate areas and they're not certified this would be their they have to they have to document all their stuff to speed up the process once you qualify for one certification then whoever's doing the certification never has to verify that again you've done it you've passed the certification now they know that you're already qualified, so when the next test request comes in, they can just send that out. It speeds up the process. They don't have to post the same documents three times and look through them and verify them three times. Well, the biggest issue that's, that's happening with people qualifying for certification is when they do it, they don't just do it for one certification. They do it for all of them. So they sit there and they go, I'm qualifying for wash water control. I'm qualifying for safety. I'm qualifying for roof training. And so I just, all of a sudden, it'll be blown up by 15 um, messages on the face, on not on Facebook, on the forum. And it's hard to find the people that, that posted prior to that. So and how that, how long, Alex, are they sitting on their in their on their test invites in most cases when they do that? Uh, are they sitting it, on it for months? They were sitting it on sitting on it for months, but now the process is going. We're checking it weekly, so people people are getting responses um, weekly now. Okay. But I'm just talking about them themselves. They they get the they get the test and they sit on them and, and do it whenever they feel like it. So we've got four test invites in there to them, and they're sitting on them, not doing them. Yeah, correct. Are they getting uh, Are they getting email reminders? Is that what you're saying? They're getting, is that what you're saying, Alex? Um, they wouldn't get a reminder, but they would get an initial email um, with the test saying, "Click on this link. You're going to have to sign in with your name." Um, and then they, they take the test. If they get um, an 800 out of a thousand or an 80 percent, um, they pass and they become certified in that as soon as the second person verifies that they passed the test. Is there a um, current deadline or timeline on it once they are past the qualification point that they have to complete the, the test? I can't remember. Um, I believe once they open it and sign in, there's a timeline, but before that, I do not believe there's a timeline. Yeah, no, they, can sit, they can sit on it as long as they want, which means they can get lost in their email. Well, that's what I'm getting at is maybe if we put a 30-day or 15-day, hey, you got to complete this within 15 days, maybe that will help clean up the system. It's a third-party system, so a third party would have to do that. That or to put them in a reminder queue where they're reminded every week, once a week, hey, you haven't taken your test yet. I don't know if there's an easy way to implement that. Um, not that I can I mean, see it. You wouldn't be able to do it from course sites. Again, and so Alex, is it is it being a pain to you because you're having to set them up for multiple certifications uh, on one email, or I mean, what? I guess I'm not understanding where it becomes the the source of pain for for you. No, it becomes a source of pain when um, you know you go to check for the week. You know, whatever day we do it, let's say it's, it's every Tuesday. So a week goes by, and only five people. Um, want to get certified, but all five people post six different times, There's then there becomes 30 things, and five of them are all the same. So it makes it more difficult to find those, and we could possibly poten potentially miss somebody from getting certified, and then we'll get a call two months later, hey, you know, I, qual I posted my stuff on the forum. I never got contacted. Well, it's because you posted five times. 
we contacted you in this forum and not the other four, and they never checked that one. Huh. Yeah. Seems like there ought to be a, I don't know, seems like there's something there. It'd be, it should be only one place that they could do that. Why, how would they, I mean, it should, yeah. we should only respond in one forum. If they're in another one in the wrong place, somebody needs to direct them back to the right place. If yeah. someone sees that. But, but even, so if they post for all or all eight certifications, right? Or, yeah. We go ahead and give them the test for all eight because that would be the policy as of right now. But when yeah. we respond, we would only respond, we would have to respond to all the forum spots that they posted. When they said, hey, I'm qualifying for roof cleaning. Hey, we sent you the roof cleaning certification through the email. Please take the test and let me know when you take it. And we'd have to do the same thing for wash water control and the same thing when it's the same person. Uh, sh shouldn't we just have one place to, to for them to request certifications instead of on on each on each different certification? Shouldn't there be just one place for them to request certifications? Yeah, then that's one, one message place. that you could say that we've sent you the test for all eight of them, and then that takes okay. care of that. I want to make I want to make your life easy, Alex. You know, and what I and and I think it might be a case of potato potato, but I mean, if if we go in and do, um, you know, is it easier to answer one email or eight emails? And I, I know that they're 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 saying you're saying that they're basically putting it in there eight times to get certified, but you know, if they want to get certified and everything, I mean, do they go over a series of months going? Okay, I want to do it now. Okay, I want to do it now. Okay, I want to do it now. You know, and so you have to answer them back eight different times over over a series of months um, on that. I mean, should we just fix the software instead to where you can't request certification except for at one specific button? Um, you know, we have one button that you click to say, I want to be certified. And then another idea, if, we're, if, if the certification process is broken, um, do we need to max it out and say you can be certified for a max of, you can have a max of four certifications per year? And I'm just throwing this out. I know we've not had any discussion, but should we, should we limit the amount of certifications you can get a year so people will stick around for a longer time? Um, you know, I, I don't. I don't think so. Um, the only thing that comes with the multiple certifications at once is if you want to become certified. Are you going to want to become certified in just wash water control? No, or are you going to want to become certified in everything? Everybody's going to want to be certified in everything. So every right. single person that's going to be certified is going to try to qualify for all of them. So why, why does everybody want to be like I don't want to be KEC certified because I have no interest in doing it. So I don't understand why everybody want to be certified in everything. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm just wanted for credibility. I think let me let me Alex, give me a second here. I want you to I'm going to walk through this and you tell me if there's a flaw in my logic of how this goes. Okay, if they meet the qualifications, if they've got the two years and ten hours, or they got the five years and they can prove it and document it, they they're required to post on a specific spot in the forum that information after in, in the post that they make that says, I'm calling for, qualifying for XYZ certification. That's verified. Then they're said, you qualify to take that specific certification. Here's your, you'll get an email test invite. Now, if they repeat, they have to repeat that process unless they, unless they qualify once they have to repeat that same process for however many certifications they want. They have to make a separate post each time anyway. I go from XYZ, now I want to qualify for ABC, I want to qualify for DEF, I want to qualify for GHI. You have to make a separate post. And if they haven't gone through proving they have the two years, ten hours, or the five years, one time, now they have to post that documentation in every single post just in case Alex doesn't see one of those and then says to him, hey, I need your, I need your proof of business, they, they'll say, look, Alex, I've already put that up. How many times do I have to put it up? Well, a bunch until we document it, right, Alex? Yeah, but once they have the documentation, it takes them 10 seconds to, to put it up there. 
most of the people have the problem of finding the documentation in the first place. Right. But if we, if we make them do the one step first, just take your first step like you're learning how to walk, go through the process, show us you know how to do the process that you're actually going to take the test. Otherwise, if they, if they ask to get test invites for five different certifications and they get bored after the first one and decide they don't want to do it again, we've wasted Alex's time four times by sending out test invites. There's, Tony, there's no I, need I, I think you're on to something here. What if we change the policy to their first certification, they can only qualify for one, and then after they become certified in one thing, they can qualify for as many as they'd like? Yes, that's, that's the policy as I put it on the, on the agenda. That's, that's, that's the policy I suggest that we do. Anybody else want to chime in? Like it, hate it, love it? Recap, recap that, what, you, what your conclusion is there so everybody can hear it all together. So for the, before someone ever becomes certified, so they're not certified currently. They can only try to qualify for one certification. If they pass and become certified in that one craft, they can then qualify for all the certification tests and okay. take those tests. Because that they, once they're vetted that first time, then it's less work on you, right? Yeah, because we already verified their information. And then, you know, they could even just screenshot, you know, that – they became certified from the other forum. They can just post their documentation again. Um, but after they become certified in one thing, I think they sh it becomes you know easy for them to qualify for all the other certifications. I'm good and with then that. We can just send them all the tests. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good. Should we write that up on the agenda and? Um, and just put that on there and um well I mean it's just it's not like it's anything we need to vote on. It's just a policy change, right? Um correct. Um George, if you just want to say that that's the policy, then we don't have to vote on it. Let's let's just um let's table that and uh, and we'll talk about it a little little further and uh, I think we'll just I, I think we'll end up doing that I just want to um hey Mr. President who who's who here is the liaison with the certification committee I'm the liaison for all the committees so I don't know that we actually have a liaison for the certification committee as of this moment okay who you know what that's a, that's a problem we need to fix that yeah, we, we, we need volunteers for, uh, you know, I think that committee. Um, John, I think, is doing the Enviro. Right, John? You're with the Enviro yeah, committee? That's correct, yep. And Rick Rick has oversight and membership. Um, and, Ray, you're, you're basically our liaison for safety, correct? Safety and UAMCC in a box. Yeah, okay. So the, the overall certification committee... Um, which could umbrella all the other, you know, certifications that that we don't have a, a liaison for right now. Which is well, UMCC in a box is not a committee; it's a program. There's a difference between a program and a committee, uh, which is the same thing with the certification. It's a program; it's not a committee. It doesn't mean we don't need to have a liaison for that, though. No, we, we have we a need somebody committee that, that established the protocol. So they they're actually a committee, just like the mm -hmm. web committee and. Um, you know, the, it's it's just that the certifications are a program, but they're run by the certification committee. Okay, so we need um, we need a li liaison for that. Um, I think that could help us with the communications, and if we could get um, you know a, a, a some sort of a report on a monthly basis on that that might help things to smooth things out if we've got somebody with their finger on that. George, you want me to take that one since I'm new? Hi, Christy. Hi. Um, Hi. 
You know what? Um, let's do that for now. Okay. And then we may we may change some things around, but um, I think that's a good idea for the time being. Um, okay. Thank you, Christy. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for that. Um, because we might want to put you on something else, and we may add something. You might be able to keep that and do something else because you're probably good at doing a hundred things at a time, right? Of course, of course. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. Hundred things at a time. I haven't heard anything from you on the call. Do you have anything else you want to add? Um, I need to talk to Jeremy about the public awareness. I need to figure out some Facebook stuff and strategies so we don't burn our budget. So, Jeremy, if I can have a little bit of your time sometime that we can yeah. get the ideas how we're going to proceed so that everyone gets the benefit of all these ads that we're going to be doing and pushing out the public awareness. Yeah, let's uh, let's get together uh, on the phone tomorrow. Okay. Well, and I almost forgot, Jeremy is our liaison for the public awareness committee. I, I forgot that, Jeremy. Sorry. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, just shoot me a just shoot me a message with uh, whatever time works best for you. Keep in mind, I'm three hours or two hours behind you out here in California, but I'm pretty pretty okay. open tomorrow. Okay, thanks. I will, and then we'll get yep. to that. Cool. Okay, so back to our discussions. Um, so we've got um, her to take take care of that so that'll keep us Christy will keep us in check on that right there for sure um we want to move on to number eight here um um George we already talked about um my compensation and what I need to do for it um yep. so we can move on to newly added discussions so this is something we've never discussed before um confirming election committee members for 2018 to 2020 elections um, Guy Blackman, Charles Soden, and John Orr. You actually have so, to add, uh, I think you have to add Doug to that as past president. Okay. And do we, do we need to, um, are we, do we need to certify or uh, vote on, on appointing these? Is is that what we're trying to do here? I don't um, think we have to. I don't think we have to vote on it. They're 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 in place right now, so it's not like we're we're changing anything. It's just if there were a change, we might have to do something. If I understand correctly. So if we're adding Doug, we need to appoint him and approve that. Yeah, technically that was an oversight because the the past president should always be on the the election committee. That's you know, but. So once once the 2020 goes by, then I, I think actually before that, the, the next board would have to switch Doug to you, George, or however that works out. All right. Well, let's table that, and let's um, let's talk about that. What needs to be done so that um, if we need to uh, appoint Doug, we can do that at the next meeting. Okay, and then last on the discussion um, has to do with the certified patches that indicate the different certifications. They will be laid out as shown on the attachment for online use. They will be mirrored on each side, so if someone has safety and roof cleaning cert, there will be a total of four patches on the cert, two on each side. They will be listed on the directory without the patches and just the certified logo. Once you click on the company, it will show the logo with all their patches for the use on shirts and marketing material. There is freedom to use the patches separate from the logo, but they must remain together for use online. I believe John Carmazin um, added this to the agenda. So if you want to start, John. Yeah, I wasn't sure all that needed to be on there, but uh, that was just more or less explaining what the final certified logo would look like so but George okay. and I that's already been approved and Ryan's working on it so I don't know that we need to keep all that on the on there as written might just be able okay. to say you know the logos approved and I think the only important thing is that the um, was the part explaining that it the certified logo itself just the 
just the new logo that says certified under it is going to be online for their directory listing. And then all the patches, once, once somebody clicks on their name, all the patches that of the certifications they have are, are going to show up. So, you know, so I guess more or less they're going to be legible because if, if all those things are crammed onto one small thing, you're not going to be able to read what all, what all's there. So that's the only, I guess the only thing that needs to be clarified there. Okay. Hey John, I got a, I got a quick question for you, bud. Yeah. Um, it says mirrored. So, uh, for somebody that's got say, uh, window cleaning, hard surface restoration, wash water control, you'll end up with three badges. So you six badges wide plus the certification logo in the center. That's correct. Yeah, it's gonna be mirrored on okay. either side. So uh So that's gonna get really, really wide, right? It it has the potential, but that that's just for the online directory use. Now what what Brian's gonna do is all those individual patches or badges are going to be right. interchangeable. So, like, if you wanted to put it on a shirt, say, you could just put the certified logo on there and then put the patches, like, on the arm or something like, you know what I mean, like, elsewhere on the... Like, separate little patches it. below the certifi certified logo. You could just run them down your arm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, going, to get so a little, it's going to get a little wide on the directory listing for some folks, I think. Well, it's only once you click on their information, though. I get you. So it'll oh. only show up then. It's not like we're like at this big. It's just otherwise, it'll just have the certified logo that they're certified. Then That's you'll right. click on it and see a list of their. You got I it. I got you. I got yep. it. Okay. Um, I don't. We don't have to. We don't have to vote on that. <clears throat> I just wanted to add to the agenda to be transparent and let everybody know, you know, that the new logo will be online for people to use on their directory listing. Um, so if there's nothing else to add, does anybody have anything else they'd like to add? Actually, I do, Alex. Uh, point 14 from the previous minutes didn't make this agenda, and it wasn't, I mean, it should still be on there because we, we discussed it, but we never finalized anything, and that was on the uh, nominations qualifications for the upcoming elections. Okay, um, I believe it was taken off because George um, striked it from the record. Ah, uh, okay, I didn't know that. Um, that's about the um, what is that about the um, the um, requirements for uh, someone to yeah. run for the BOD? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I can. Um, I can give you you a little update on that, um, just so everybody knows the uh, the changes that we are making are uh, are not going to be uh, uh, the only change we're going to make is that we um, uh, is that they have to be certified for this period for this election, and then the other changes that we're uh, we're going to make are not going to be effective for this election. They'll be effective. Anything else, any other changes are going to only be effective beginning the next election cycle. For so we're not going to do the do the two year requirement, two years in the org, because no. basically the certification covers that. They're not going to. Well, it doesn't really cover that. Yeah, the certification does require two years. So two years in business, um, but not two years in the org. So I mean, they could you know they could have two years in business and six months in the org and be certified in a six months then qualify to run for the board of directors, according to that. Yeah, so if we're gonna make that two years, that's we're that's gonna be effective next time. We're just not gonna make uh, put a lot of restrictions on people um you know and make it look like we're trying to fix the election or something. So, you know, for our own benefit. So um, um so George, well I should I add that to the agenda? Um for BOD nomination, um, must be UAMCC certified? Yes, and then we'll vote on it for ne next next meeting. And, uh, okay. and then we, uh, we'll we leave that, you know, as just, the, just one, that one requirement that we'll vote on. And you don't want to vote on it now? 
Um, no, because I want to. Th- I want some more thought and maybe some more discussion about it. Okay. So everybody can be thinking about that, and then you know, if somebody has, you know, between now and then concerns and they want to discuss it further, um, I would definitely want to give everybody opportunity to do that and not just go through real fast with it. Okay. Because um, well, the the election now when's the um. Yeah, because we're when's it, when are we planning on doing the elections? Well, if we're going to get them done before the holidays, which was suggested, we're going to have to start the process in September before the national. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we got plenty of time. I mean, we got another thirty days to to do that. Okay. So we'll be we'll be plenty of time. Well, it'll so, be sixty days before it becomes um, approved then, because. It, if it tables now, that means it gets approved next meeting, so in a month from now, and then those minutes would be approved the meeting after that. Yeah, see, you got 60 days at that rate. Which is still, which is still plenty, and um, even still, it, even still, it becomes policy. It just doesn't. We just don't have it. Um, it's just not official policy until after we all vote on and approve those minutes. Correct. Okay. Um, anything else to add then? Can I get a motion to end the meeting? This is Rick Atkins. I motion that we end the meeting. This is Tony Evans. I second that motion. The meeting has officially ended at 1.53 p.m. Eastern Time. Hey, can I get you guys to stay on? 